All right, uh, let's go. One, two, three, go. Hello, good morning, people. Uh, this is uh, Dr. Okwebanwo right here, uh, the fearless nerdpreneur. I'm, right, I'm coming live at you with the very first broadcast in this exciting uh, new show that I'm starting uh, for the struggling nerdpreneurs out there, for the struggling newbies who are trying to figure it all out. Uh, we are the fearless nerdpreneur because I believe Nobody owes you anything. The gurus don't owe you anything. The world don't owe you anything. You want it, you have to go take it. Yes, a lot of people say, yes, I'm ready to take it, but how do you take it? It's one thing to say, go take it. It's another thing to know how to take it. And uh, over the next few weeks, uh, what I've done is I've lined up the very best in the world in what I consider 12 critical areas of um, uh, digital marketing. And uh, today we are going to be starting where it should all start which is with the mindset. Uh, that is the very first uh, module in my 12. Incidentally, I'm partnering um, the Fearless Netpreneur, I'm as well admitting publicly right now. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, partner, uh, I'm partnering the Fearless Netpreneur system right after the man you are going to be meeting, you are going to be talking to today. He has something called the 12-week uh, program, and mm -hmm. I also have the 12-weeks uh, Netpreneur breakout class, where I, what I've done is I've uh, separated the 12 critical um, uh, uh, modules you need to master for you to get going on the internet. We have a module, for instance, about how to create your funnel, a module on how to create your product, a module on how to launch it, a module on how to follow up, okay? But the very first thing, obviously, is with the mind. Without the right mindset, you are not going anywhere. Tools can help you, all right? And I was looking around for who is going to be the person I bring on uh, to talk about the mindset, okay, and who will be honest with us because this is supposed to be a show that basically sets people free. Uh, you're not going to hear more of the same. You're not going to hear platitudes. And I was looking for somebody who is nice, who is going to say the way it is, but at the same time, is not going to pull punches. If punches need to be thrown, it's going to throw it, but at the same time, has a very nice uh, personality that can make you at least get what he's saying even when he's punching you. And of course, by the time I started around, I came to my main man, Tom Bill, uh, who is one of my heroes. Uh, guys, uh, this is one of the guys I looked up to from the very first day I met him. Uh, and I went to research him online. And I saw that he was even bigger in the back scenes than he is in public. And uh, I was very, very excited about that. He's a man that has set people free from the, uh, from the mindsets. I follow his uh, daily walk with his dog. I watch him every morning when he does this. And he starts my day. Is one of the three people I told you in the intro section that uh, I do every day. I listen to Tom Bill mm -hmm. and to other people before I start. I listen to uh, the Fearless Motivation, which is my second uh, thing I listen to in the morning. I go in there and watch a video. So he's going to be talking to us today in the uh, what I call the um, uh, the premiere edition of the Fearless Netpreneur. And we are going to be talking about the mindset that holds you down and the mindset that can set you free. Mm -hmm. as a digital marketer. All right, we're going to discuss both sides. I haven't discussed my questions with him as is traditional on this show. Uh, anything is going to go this morning. All right? So guys, welcome to Bill for me. He is a man that has been all out there. Wow. And as I do on this show, because part of my liberating you guys is to make sure that I don't do your own work for you. I never do my own work for my kids. I do my kids' own work for them. I'm not going to tell you a lot about Tom Bill. The first thing I expect you to do is get on the internet, 
Google him, T-O-M-B-E-A-L, and get the correct information yourself. Because if I were to start introducing Tom now, I'm going to be saying all the nice things. I want you to get the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. And trust me, you can get that on the internet. Mm-hmm. Show you that this man is legit. Yep. Google him first. These are three things I do. And you better know now I've done it on him. First, I Google the general Google. I check the LinkedIn profile. I check the Facebook profile. And then I go to YouTube. I check the testimonials about the person. I go to scam.com and see what the scam.com people have to say about him. As mm-hmm. a rule, if you are not on scam.com, you don't even come on my show. That means you're not doing anything. Okay? I was so excited the day I made it into scam.com that, okay, I'm getting there. All right? Because there are people there are serious. Okay? In terms of they look for someone who is successful and they're always looking for something negative to say about it. All mm-hmm. right? If you are not there, that means you really are not doing work. He is the first guy I see that actually has a good thing about him in scam.com. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, did Tom sponsor this one? Because these guys are bad guys. Mm-hmm. But, so Google him, all right? And then you can come, make notes, uh, join his um, newsletter. Remember what I said? The only way you are going to be re- uh, rich or you are going to make it is to join those who already made it. If your mindset is all messed up, all right? You want to follow Tim Bill. All right, Tom, you are welcome to the Fellas Nepreneur. Let's go. Excited to be here, Dr. Ope. And let me just say first, for you listening, uh, as your listeners, right here, you are in the right spot. I've known Dr. Ope for a few years now. Our paths crossed at a live event. We'll probably talk about the power of attending live events. And he's been someone who has fearlessly taken action. And you're under the proper guidance. So I'm excited you're here. If you rewind back 15, 20 years ago, I was in the same spot you were. I had dreams. I had visions. I was in corporate America trying to figure out how to go on my own, how to embrace this new digital technology and see how I could get some momentum for my family and get some results for myself and travel the world and all that. Well, it went from that figuring it out stage to actually getting some results. And we're going to talk about the mindset. We're going to talk about how you can go from where you are right now to where you want to be in record speed. So um, uh, we have not discussed these uh, questions. Dr. Ope is going to just share some questions with me. I'm going to give you my wisdom in the hopes that you can be a testimonial, say, you know what? I was part of Dr. Ope's program. This guy named Tom Beal came on. I didn't know who he was. I Googled him, but holy cow, the, the interview opened up my eyes to what was possible for me. And that's, that's my goal for today. So let's, let's, let's make this happen, doctor. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I didn't learn how to, I was going to share this straight to my uh, Facebook page, but I didn't know how to do, but we'll do that later. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's start out right now. Um, I have a question that, uh, like I said, this is a no bullshit show, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. So if a question, you find it objectionable, just tell me I'm not going to answer that, all sure. right? I'm not going to embarrass you, and I'm not going to make you uncomfortable, all right? Now, um, my first uh, research on you, mm-hmm. okay, was that you work with the likes of uh, Mike Fiosim, mm-hmm. and also uh, with, um, uh, I forgot his name, now, the other guy. Rich Sheffrin? Yeah, Rich Sheffrin. Mm-hmm. All right. Was there any bad blood when you left them? Was there any mindset issues when you when you left them? Or did you guys part on a very nice note? Um, we left on good terms. It was amicable terms in both scenarios. So uh, fortunate in that. Now, did we have uh, disagreements? Absolutely. I don't feel it, you'd want to be in partnership with anybody that you agree on everything fully and wholeheartedly. Because what's the point if if there's no yin or yang? If there's if all the strengths are the same and everyone's opinions the same, what's the other person needed for? So yes, there were times when we didn't agree on everything, but we were able to discuss it and make uh, make each other be heard, so that we could take what what our perspective was, hear the other side perspective, and bring it to a better 
uh, solution. So yes, we left on uh, good blood. So it was amicable. Uh, we're still friends to this day. I still do some things with Mike Phil same. I still live near rich. We, we cross paths on occasion, but uh, yeah. All right, great. The reason why I ask that because it goes to the mindset is all we are talking about today with you is mindset. That's your specialty. Because one of the things I noticed, even from experience, when you have uh, some great support staff or partners who work with you most times, when they leave, it's always under very acrimonious circumstances. So I was so excited when I saw the way you related with my, my first son, even the first time I met you, because mm-hmm. I'd read a lot about you guys, okay? Right. So I was excited that, okay, this is a guy that practices what he teaches. Can you tell us how you are able to manage that in spite of whatever friction might have been there so sure. that my listeners can learn? Personality is very key. Like you and I, uh, Ope, have passed many people, and there's some people that we look forward to conversing with, and there's other people we see them coming like, oh crap, let me hide real quick. Let me go down this, uh, let me turn left on this hallway so I don't have to be in a conversation with this person. You want to be the person that people look forward to conversing with. You want to be the person that can add value. So I would go recommend this book, which I studied many, many years ago uh, by Dale Carnegie, and the book is called uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah. And that book right there teaches how to be someone who can contribute value, be someone who, who doesn't take things personally, um, and, and can be someone who can, where other people may, if there's, if there's dissenting uh, uh, perspectives, there could be arguments. Well, when you read How to Win Friends and Influence People, you can be in the mindset where no one, everyone doesn't have to be in full agreement, but you can still move forward tact, tactfully in a way that no, no feelings are hurt and no relationships are harmed. So how to win friends and influence people is key. And there's another book called um, The Four Agreements. And the four agreements are, and it's by Don Miguel Ruiz. The four agreements are, one, always be impeccable with your word. And that's something right off the bat. If we're talking about mindset and we're talking about relationships, you need to be someone who does what they say. Uh, you know, Dr. Ope, you know people that they aren't impeccable yeah. with their word. They say a whole bunch of stuff and they don't follow through with it. There you go. Always be impeccable with your word. So do what you say. Number two is never take things personally. Hey, I'm raising my hand. That's one of the things I struggle with. When people when people have some things that I can feel, uh, I'm attacked personally. Right? If they have some bad things to say, so never take it personally. And also, never number three is never make assumptions. Never make assumptions. So we don't know what what other people are thinking. So don't assume that. If you have some questions, ask for for clarity and ask for clarifying uh, of any questions you have. Don't make assumptions. And the fourth agreement is always do your very best. If you follow those four agreements, and by the way, I recommend that book as well, the four agreements. If you follow those four What's the name of that guy? Can you spell it? The four agreements. If you Google it or Amazon, you'll, you'll find it. His name is Don Miguel Ruiz. Okay. Can you quickly run through it again? I have a never uh, take things personal, never make assumptions. What was the third one? Okay. The first one is always be impeccable with your word. Okay, always be impeccable with your word. word. Um, And and then the second one is uh, never take things personally. The third one is never make assumptions. And the fourth one is always do your very best. Okay, yeah, do your very best. Okay, awesome. I'm going to check it. I've not heard of that book, but you can bet by the time today is out, I will have read it. I can guarantee you. All right, guys, you get that. For those of you who are still out there moping, I know it it digresses a bit. I, I try to keep my guests on point here. Mm-hmm. Let me give you a scenario because sure. I know many of the guys who are going to be out there watching this, they probably were in the scenario that you probably were. Okay. Because if you are growing, you are going to be separating. It's just the way it is. 
Right. See, some will be amicable. Some will not be so much. Some will be to go pursue other dreams. What I want specifically, let's say I have a guy okay. who used to help me. Let him just give you an hypothetical, hypothetical scenario now. Mm-hmm. All right, and somehow, somehow, in the course of the thing, we had to separate. Either I had to let him go, or he had to say, "I'm no longer working." Yep. What is the best mindset to be able to move on and still be on good terms with that person without um, uh, necessarily making it a permanent separation? Sure. Because you have been able to achieve it. I don't know what deals went on behind with you guys, but I know what I see that I see you and your relationship with them is genuine. It's not right. just trying to patch up uh, whatever. So what will you say uh, uh, strongly if somebody is struggling with that? What will you, what will you recommend? Um, I come from a place of just really caring about people, right? And really caring about uh, uh, their happiness and their success. And here's a quote that I learned from one of my friends who also is a, a very well-known author. His name is Jeffrey Gittimer. And Jeffrey Gittimer has written some of the best-selling sales books uh, ever. So he wrote the sales Bible. He wrote the little red book of selling, the little black mm, book of connections. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in, I mentioned in his little black book of connections on page 113. Wow. Um, but, uh, okay. but Jeffrey told me, he's like, Tom, I only hire eagles. And mm. when you hire an eagle, you don't try to turn them into a chicken. You want wow. the eagle to fly, right? So when you, if you only bring on the best, there comes a time when the eagle leaves the nest. Right. Mm. So, so from your standpoint, Dr. Ope and, and you listening, I would recommend you only hire Eagles too. And what happens is you have to let your ego go, right? You don't want to be the smartest one on your team. You want to have mm. people that are smarter than you um, that kind of go back to the Henry Ford model. So Henry Ford wasn't the brightest individual people say, but here's where he was brilliant. He hired the brightest and, and he was actually, he sued a newspaper for libel because they claimed he was a moron running Ford Motor Company <laughs> in court. He, had to, he was answering questions from attorneys trying to prove how he was not a moron. And he said, gentlemen, I don't need to know or have any desire to know the answers to the questions you posed me. However, if you were to come to my office, you will see a roll <laughs> button at the, at the top of my desk. Any question you can pose to me, I will know which button to press to bring in the right person to have the answer. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So this is mindset. So this is mindset. So a lot of people when they're entrepreneurs want to be the smartest person in the room. And what they do is they hire people. They won't hire people that are smarter than they feel intimidated. Well, that will stifle your business. That will stifle your growth. That's hiring chickens, not hiring eagles. So when you, when you bring in business partners, you want to have people that are trustworthy, that are reliable, that are dependable, that, that follow through with the four agreements that we talked about that, that are someone that you look forward to seeing and spending time with and you appreciate their opinion. The issue I wanted to focus on is yep. how do you deal with the separation? You are talking about how to hire them. We're going right. to come back to that later. Yep. How do you deal with a separation from a business partner or an employer, either amicably or non-amicably? Sure. How do you move forward sure. positively? Well, here's, here's the deal. About business partnerships are similar to marriages, right? So there's difference between partnerships and there's difference between employees. So marriages, you know, in the U.S. have roughly a 50% chance of working or not. And it's a little, little more 50 plus percent don't work out and 49% don't or, or do work out. So That's true. in business, similarly, you kind of have to go in knowing that chances are good. There's going to be conflict. There's going to be disagreements. There's going to be a time when uh, similar to a marriage, you may want to part ways. Hmm. And uh, if you're, if you bring that partner in back to the hiring aspect, there comes a baseline of respect, 
right? So there's, there's marriages where people have that baseline of respect and they know they remembered they loved each other, but they get divorced. They still have that baseline of respect. Then there's other people that get divorced and hate each other till the day they die. And they hope the other one dies as quickly as possible. Okay, that's insurance involved. In business, sometimes it works out amicably, sometimes it doesn't. I've been fortunate to both seem to work out amicably. Um, and I think it comes back to the baseline foundation of trust, respect for one another. And that never, there never was a chink in that, right? So the, I still have massive trust and respect for each of them. And I feel they both have massive trust and respect for me. There just came a point where that particular chapter ended, right? So, and, and there's no, there, there's some, there's some certain reasons behind them, but actually it was more about the Eagle wanting to fly for both of them. Mm -hmm. Like in both scenarios, it was like, look, I feel a little constrained right here. It's time for me to spread my wings and fly in both those scenarios. So anyone that, that wouldn't, uh, want that for a friend isn't a true friend, right? So, so now if you're in a, in, a, in a situation as an employer or uh, have been where things aren't, un, aren't, weren't amicable, then it's really just, uh, you know, that chapter came to an end and now it's time for them to go their way and my, my uh, path to go another way. And really pay no attention. Like our, wherever our energy goes, that's where, uh, you know, that's what manifests. So like people that are done and chapters over, if there's nothing further from that, I wouldn't spend any time wasting on any any thoughts or worries or concerns about that person. The only thing I'm focused on, where am I going? What do I want? Basically, don't focus on the past. Don't yeah, focus right. On the past, focus yeah. on the future. Right. right. Bury your ego. Understand that most things are not personal. Right. Those are issues for moving on. Mindset, guys, okay, you can't keep moping. You can't keep whining about what happened or what didn't happen. Stuff right. Sometimes things come to an end. It comes to an end. It comes to an end. The important thing is for you to understand that your ego will always get in place of your success. I've seen that. Big time. Right? I've been a victim of that, and I, re I recognize that now. Okay. I got so, another so, and then, let me circle back. So many people can see on Facebook, you know, some people break up, let's say, relationships, a husband and wife or a boyfriend and girlfriend, and then they start bad-mouthing that other person. And everyone's like, come on, right? And then there's other people say, look, you know, it just didn't work out. I, I wish nothing but the best for that other person. And that just is a quick moving on, right? And which, which the, the energy that goes with the latter is much more beneficial for everybody instead of telling every, you know, telling the whole world about here's why this person is so bad and here's what they did to me. And here's like, who cares? Like the only one, only person that, that really cares is the ego, the one that's posting that whole long drama. Wow, and, <laughs> and what you learn is if someone's going to do that and, and bad mouth someone that was the closest person they ever had in their life at that point, they're going to bad mouth you sooner or later right? That's just the best. You're going to see a repeating yeah. pattern. So if you're hiring people and they're telling how bad their previous boss was, pretty soon you're going to be the one they're telling how bad was if, you, if you're crazy enough to bring that person on. So, you know, that goes back to the mindset and it goes back to those four agreements. Don't take things personally. Don't make assumptions. You know, always be impeccable with your word and always do your very best. Those things really tie into uh, the two that I have problems with is taking things personally and making assumptions. Because when someone yeah. starts attacking me, you know, I'm a Marine. I was in the Marine Corps. I want to fight. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. I know right. you're a Marine. So, <laughs> so there's that, 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 that Marine wants to fight back, and there's the, the, the evolved me that's like, you know what, just like water off a duck's back, just let it roll off. I know who I am. I'm confident in who I am, and just keep moving forward. People right. are going to hate. Well, People are going to hate. so much. I mean, that's, you, you knocked it out. Guys, if you can't learn how to deal with relationships from these last 15 minutes, yeah. you're probably never going to learn. So play this, this section back over and over because I've seen that's one of the things 
that holds so many rookies yep. and so many struggling people back because you keep moping about the past. Right. You keep you keep worrying about even if you are hurt. Remember, life is a continuum. The person that hurt you yesterday could be your best friend today. Right. All right. So, guys, you gotta you gotta stop. You have one last word on that before yep. I go to the next point. Yeah. Here's here's my trick. I've come up with this trick because as a Marine, it was easy for me to make uh, take it personally and make assumptions and start to ha- feel my energy rising. Like I just want to I want to fight, right? Like that energy. You ever had that feeling where someone pushed your buttons, whether it's a personal relationship <laughs> or a business relationship, where they're saying stuff that you're taking personally and you just feel yourself warming up and just getting bubbling about to say and do things that you're probably going to regret. So I have come up with a solution that's worked for me and many of my clients. When I feel my emotions start to rise and anger start to come in or just getting really pissed, I've come up with this process where just like working out, you get better with it over time. But when I feel that rising, I say, "Uh Oh, this is, this must be important to me uh, because I can feel my emotions rising. And then I ask myself this, what's my desired outcome? Internally, this all happens rather quickly. What's my desired outcome? And generally, it's not to yell or scream or, or you know, flip a tape or throw a book. or It's not something that I'd probably regret later. That's not my desired outcome. My desired outcome in each scenario is probably there's probably something there. Um, and then I say, okay, what would I need to think, say, and do that could move me one step closer toward that desired outcome? And what that does when I ask that question, it gives me a little time to not let my emotions speak and act for me, but me act and speak how I feel is congruent with my being with who I am and what my desired outcome is. Because if I just say, you fucking idiot, <laughs> like, that's probably no, going to be Before, you go, on, before yeah. you go on, is this thing getting recorded? I will yeah. have to come yeah. and shoot you if yeah. I don't get recorded. It's recorded. Okay, great. All right, finish, you know, finish up that because so, now you are hitting it. You are yeah, talking so, about what to do. Yeah, to so if, that's what I want to hear. Yeah, so in the mindset, like there's times, all of us are emotional beings and there's times when our emotions are going to take over. And for me, I've said and done a lot of stupid stuff that I, you know, later had to apologize for or regretted, you know, because it was just stupid and in the motion, I followed in that emotion. So now when I feel my emotions rising, I stop, say, Hey, what's my desired outcome? What would I have to think, say, and do that could get me one step closer to that desired outcome? So here's one business scenario with a very uh, well-known guru where they said some things that were, it was started to become a heated situation and they kind of actually moved towards me in a physical manner. And I, in my reply, in my mind, I, you know, in my mind, I threw a knee and, uh, you know, boom, boom. And, and it was a fight, right? And then I, I saw how that played out and me getting arrested and brought, you know, I just didn't need all that drama. So I asked myself, what's my desired outcome? And there was a particular reason for that meeting. And I stated out loud, I said, hey, you know what? I can tell this is important to you as it is to me. My desired outcome for this meeting is that we get to hear, you know, we get this covered. Would you feel that's something that you agree would be a good outcome for today's meeting as well? Mm-hmm. And like magic. It erased all this like confrontation. He's like, yeah, yeah, I think if we can do that, okay, great. So what would we need to say to get us to that point? And it was like magic. I left that room like, holy shit. And my, my adrenaline's all pumped up. Like, oh shit, I almost knocked this guy out. <laughs> that was crazy. But I, you, you know what? It's a sorry to interrupt you there. I just wanted to be this more interactive. Do you know what you just said? What? It's such a big help to me. I just learned because... I've been in that scenario many times mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I get upset very quickly. I lose my temper quickly. I am working on it. Yeah. I've been working on it. And many times I've let my temper get in the way mm-hmm. and then I get up and I walk up. Then mm-hmm. I'm in my car. I'm like, what did he just do? Stupid man. Yeah. You worked for a whole week to try to get this meeting. And you walked so out. You can get this. Now you've thrown it out. 
Yep. You just said something that all of us need to remember. And trust me, I learned fast. Yep. Because if you don't know these exercises, you don't know what to do. Yep. You just said something. It, it, I actually advice, do. Yep. Ask it, yourself, what do I want out yep. of this meeting? Yes. What is my desired outcome? Do I yep. just want to fight this guy right. that I use one year to, to cultivate? Do I want to get my agenda going? I need to calm down. Yes. Thank you so much for yeah. that. That is big up. Go on. This has changed. This has changed many people that have heard this. Uh, most of them are high end clients that have paid a lot of money to consult me, and and I get texts like, "Dude, that thing just saved my marriage." Like like they were like it saved marriages, it saved business partnerships. And here's the fun part: like I have stormed out of a meeting before, just like you just you talked about. And when I walked out the door, immediately as I slammed the door, and then I'm cussing and I'm cussing that person out. Like a motherfucker. Right. Yes. Immediately, I was like, "This is stupid." Like, so instead of getting exactly. in my car, I walked back in. I said, "You know what? I, I, I had to suck up my ego." I said, "I apologize." Like, I don't know what the hell I just did, but that's exactly. And I walked back in. I said, "You know what? I came here for a reason, and I, and I think you agree. We had this meeting because we wanted to get here. Would you agree? This is where we want to go." He's like, "Yeah, okay, great." Wow. So I apologize for acting like an idiot. Sometimes wow. I do, and and, wow. and suck up that wow. ego and just follow back. So this is like you said, important for you important for you watching and listening because this is personal and professionally. Like it saved me a lot of pain, struggle, chaos, because if you have a desired outcome and you let your emotions take you off route, sometimes that desired outcome never ever will occur. It can eliminate that relationship. It can eliminate that, all that work that led up to that. Fantastic. Emotional thing. What I'm saying here, I just want to be sure that this thing is getting recorded right. Yes, it is. That should be the big one. I'm seeing you as a big picture, mine as a small one. That's the way it should be. Is that the way it is? Um, I don't want to be the big one. When I'm talking, when when the recording's out, when I'm talking, I'm going to be big. When you're talking, you're going to be big. Oh, yes. That's awesome. Okay, because I want them to see your face as you talk this. this. It's it's key. So, guys, again, to recap, I know some of you are slower than me. Some of you are faster than me. But he has said two principal things about how to deal when a situation is getting out of hand. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, what do I want to happen here? Yep. All right? What is my desired outcome for this meeting, for this mm-hmm. situation, for my marriage? Okay? Mm-hmm. Number two, now once you remind yourself what that is, for you to get back on track, it just mm-hmm. says something else very important. Don't hesitate to be able to apologize if you are the one that has been going off, off, off kids. Say, I'm so sorry. This is not why we are here. Mm-hmm. All right, my emotion got the better of me. Can we please get back on track? Do you think this might be a good idea yeah. for us to try to get this marriage working? I'm yeah. going to try that with my wife today. <laughs> <laughs> the next time we have an argument, I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. okay, mm. this well, is good. Let me, let right, me share I, a warning. Here's a warning. Yes. Generally, the times that I don't follow this personally is when I'm tired and it kind of catches me by surprise, right? So okay. just as a warning, as you're hearing this, after <laughs> you just had a great success, you had a very awesome uh, thing occur, and something sneaks in and just gets you emotionally stirred up. So it takes time and energy. It takes more energy to, to do the right thing than it is to just act and react emotionally. But it's right. more beneficial for us and more beneficial for everyone we're dealing with when we take that extra time, effort, and, and uh, energy so that we do the right thing and don't act and react emotionally. Thank you so much. That is awesome. Uh, now, that's the first segment of this, what I call a groundbreaking interview with the great Tom Bill. All right, trust me, I'm going to ring him out for you today, guys. I don't know when I'm going to get him again, but this is awesome. When we come back, we're going to take a very short break, man. When we come back, we are going to take a whole new switch and go to another segment of this wonderful interview with Tom Bill at the Fearless Netpreneur Show. Trust me, you got to take it emotionally. You want to get it right, you got to learn from the best. I'll be right back, all right? 
Okay, we're right back for the next session of the uh, a fearless netpreneur. And I see you have Tom Bill with me. If you don't know who Tom Bill is by now, get on your Google and ask Mr. Google. He's going to tell you. This is the guy that is going to help you get your mind straight. Okay, even as I'm talking with him, I'm getting some things straight in my mind. Mm -hmm. All right, and I'm glad that I'm bringing him forth as a guy to help us kick off our show when it launches officially. All right, so we go to the next session. This session, I want to deal with the mindset of the winner. Okay. Okay. Now you have been around champions. Uh, you've been a partner. You've been uh, we work with them in their back office. And sometimes you have been the brain behind the scenes uh, for some of these great guys uh, when they were making all these big launches. I didn't know that when my thing was really rocking, I never knew there was a Tom Bill mm -hmm. who was out there making, putting it all together. All right, later you did the same thing with reshuffling. Now you are on your own and helping many people do the same thing. So you've been there, you've seen them. So now, um, if I were to ask you, see, because me, I like to deal in practicals, all right? Mm -hmm. If you are um, to pick one mindset that absolutely en en encapsulates this guy as the primary reason why they are successful as they are, what will you say it is? Hmm. Willing to take improper action. Hmm. Right? Every, every champion doesn't know they're going to win the championship, doesn't know they're going to win the launch, doesn't know they're going to get the accolades that come from the efforts they put forward. However, they're willing to put the effort forward, not even sure if it's the proper steps, but one step forward is still a step forward, whether it's falling forward, failing forward, making mistakes and learning as you pr progress, it's still moving further ahead than the people that aren't taking any action. So there's a, there's a quote that says imperfect action trumps perfect inaction. Mm. Think about that. Say that again. Say that again. Imperfect action trumps perfect inaction. So this is what I've seen as many uh, uh, people have entered this world that you're guiding your, your clients through, uh, Ope, is they go down this path of perfection. Well, I'm, I need to learn all this before I take any action. I need to get all this, you know, I need to study. all. Yes, you need to, you need to study, but you need to implement. And you need to be willing to fail forward fast. You need to be willing to embrace that your improper action will always beat proper inaction of everybody else. Because while they're worried about the fears and worries and concerns they have, you're out there taking action and you're learning. You're improvising, you're adapting, you're overcoming those obstacles, and you're gaining experience. Think of it as riding a bike. Think of it as swimming. You can't learn to ride a bike by reading a book. you got to get on the bike. And guess what's going to happen when you get on the bike? You're going to fall. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to get scrapes on your knees. You're going to get scrapes on your elbows. You're going to hurt yourself. But you get back up and you learn. But as you learn, once you learn how to ride that bike, it can be years go by that you haven't ridden a bike, you'll still be able to get on it and go, go forward because you went through the hard, the hard learning process. And same thing with swimming. You got to dive in. So what I found is a lot of people are like, well, I need to find out what, what niches is. And they picture like whatever they think that they're doing has to be what they're doing 10 years from now or 15 years from now. No, what you need to be doing is just getting your feet wet, learning how to build an opt-in list, learning how to make offers to people give you their name and email. And learning, once they give you their name and email, learning how to write emails to them that get open, subject lines, learning copywriting. Uh, you need to learn how to make offers to them where they are willing to pull out their credit card and give you money for the value and the services that you're providing them. 
So, so, so basically, it's uh, taking imperfect action will be yeah. your number one mindset. Here. And I, I can't agree with you more because I studied these guys, okay? And I also have an experience in that area, and I'm going to share my experience in a minute so that you guys out there can learn this. Again, you know, I promise you practical solutions. This is not textbook stuff. This is what actually happens in real life. And what he just said about Mike Field same with Chef Friend and all these big names that he has worked with as partners and as colleagues, is true. I remember, okay, because sometimes we, we all look for perfection, not just in ourselves, even when we buy a product. I remember when Mike Fusim launched Video Genesis, mm-hmm. right? I bought that product. Mm-hmm. And I remember being upset, okay? Yep. Because when I, when I logged in, all right, I tried to click on a module, module it would tell me coming soon. I click on a module. Mm-hmm. There are some modules, great modules there. Mm-hmm. But I realized that I was getting upset with the two or three that were not ready, even though there were like 18 that was ready, all right? Which tells me I'm just basically looking for perfection. And mm-hmm. Mr. Mike same himself. Mm-hmm. Did not wait until everything absolutely has to be ready. He knows there is enough that his buyers can start to enjoy even as he puts the rest of it together. And as uh, from what I had, he, he did like over $3 million in a week of that product. Yep. See, if it was me, I would never have launched it because I'll be waiting for that perfection. And it yep. happened to me, guys. You guys know that you've had me say it. Mm-hmm. Okay, for almost three years. I mix around the tombills of this world, my flames, I go to where they go, I try to listen to them. But, and I was interested in launching a product online. I was doing well in local business consulting in Nigeria because I was already known anyway before I came into internet business. So it was easy for me to get businesses with banks, big companies. But my secret dream was to have my own product launch on the internet, mm-hmm. a digital product launch. But I never felt I was worthy. I never felt that I've, I've gotten it together. Despite the fact that I see with my eyes, mm-hmm. 25-year-olds, 30-year-olds, guys that really, if they put me in a room with them, I know I can beat them silly. And it's not both, whether with uh, education or with knowledge. Mm-hmm. But these guys launch this shit and they come out with a million dollars, after a million dollars. Yep. But I was scared. Then one day I finally lost it because one of my boys, okay, his name is Danny Ade. I trained him. He asked me one day, he used to write articles for me online. I would pay him equivalent of like 20 bucks or $10 to write articles. So he was asking me, what will he do? What can he do that he's interested in going to product launching and all that? And I gave him the advice. I said, listen, all you need to do is do this. Go to Skype or Facebook, find guys who are in this space, become their friends. And then from there, you get your product together and then you launch it. This guy went. Taking me at my words. Though I wasn't acting on my words, it went out. And in the August to December of 2015, this young boy, he's 21 years old, made over $200,000 launching three products. Mm-hmm. So this guy came to one of my events and he told me this and showed me figures. I saw his brand new car. I'm like, hello, what did you do? He said, but coach, you told me this is what I did. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? So, and I said, okay, I'm done, okay? Enough theory. I'm going to just do this. And I went out there, and everything, in fact, until the last day we launched, I almost canceled because there were so many things that were not right. But at the end of five days, we were at $365,000, my first launch. Nice. $365,000. We have crossed $420,000 something thousand now in just a couple of months. But if I had waited for perfection, it would not have been done. Yes, you get bruises, you get abuses, you're going to get wow. here. 
but it's done. Right. Now I can say it's done. Now we finally got the full team working like three weeks after. But my point, guys, is that is number one. I believe him. Rich Sheffron is also like that. Sometimes yeah. this guy learned and they feel their way through because you can never get everything 100% right. Yeah. So if you're out there listening to me, like I told a couple of my, my, my students who pay me monthly to mentor them, I said, listen, I'm not going to give you any more book. I'm not going to give you any more training. I don't want to hear it. Everything you need to be successful is on your computer right now. All right? Yeah. If you have been an internet marketer for six months, I can guarantee you, you have enough on your system that you can actually get something going. Yep. So taking perfect action. It don't matter. Yep. And Worst me, case, and, and hey, congratulations, my friend. That's awesome. Well done. Thank you, and, Thank and, you so much. I and I'm glad it. you helped your student do it, which inspired you to go do it. So good. Exactly. Things, right? <laughs> exactly. So, okay. Yeah, I'll, share, I'll share a couple things. It yes. always looks crystal smooth from the outside. Like you see all the gurus and you think, oh man, their life is just so smooth, personally and professionally. Trust me, it's not. I know all of them personally. <laughs> it's not. And, and here's the reality. You probably have to do therapy on some of them. <laughs> right. Everybody is a flawed person, right? It looks good from the outside. And you're like, man, if I just had it like so-and-so, or, you know, they got everything figured out. No, they don't. No, they don't. And the launches... They're just like you said, right up to the last minute, everybody's so anxious, like, we got to pull the plug. This isn't going to work. Yeah. Every time it goes like that. And it's, it's mind-boggling because you think you'd figure it out. But every time it's very stressful and it's very uh, a mess. You don't, what you see is a duck going across the water. What you don't see is the underneath, the paddling is so hard. You don't, you don't <laughs> see all the chaos and all the craziness that's okay. happening. So when you're doing it and you're thinking like, crap, why is it so, why is all, everything happening wrong for me? It's all happening wrong for everyone else too, but you persevere. You continue paddling your butt off underneath the water and the ducks moving forward with the stream trying to push you the other way. It's just, just, just taking that imperfect action and not having the fallacy that uh, everyone else doesn't have it the hard way you do. Everyone has it the hard way. And Murphy's <laughs> They're smart. They're Everything smart. that could go wrong goes wrong. And you're like, what the heck? Why? <laughs> And yes, it's, it's it's a test to see if you have the perseverance to yes, keep on knocking on that door of success. And when you have that perseverance, finally, it's like, all right, come on in, you damn perseverant bastard. <laughs> You're right because in my case, I got so overwhelmed, I started crying. I'm talking about tears, really. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. that, I mean, we crossed two fifty thousand dollars, and here am I crying. Yep, and my wife thought I'm crazy. You making money, and, and but uh, but. I won't exchange that experience for anything, okay? Mm-hmm. You got to go. If you, um, I, I've also told you guys about Omar Martin. One day we're going to bring him. We're going to come Good from man. the mindset of an immigrant, okay? He's gonna, we're going to work him hard on that. Omar Martin also, okay, sorry, not Omar Martin, um, uh, uh, Mario Brown. Yeah, Mario. Mario Brown came to this country maybe seven, eight years ago. He could barely speak English, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He's one of the top gurus today. Mm-hmm. The number one thing he always says, Take imperfect action. I don't know if you learned it from Tom Bill or wherever, but every time he talks, he will yep. say, take imperfect action. Guys, yep. surprise Tom today. Go and get something going over the next few weeks and then go post it on his, on his page that mm-hmm. I listened to you and I take took action. this action. Yep. It will shock you that it is easier than you think it is to make money. Yep. Yes, you're going to get knocked, but trust me, mm-hmm. I was in shock. By the end of that fifth day, and we said $365,000. I never dreamt of it. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Okay? And I realized that the work I put in 
was not as hard as I thought. No, nobody is saying it's easy to make money. Nothing mm -hmm. is easy. All mm -hmm. right. But I would rather, I would put those kind of efforts any day. So guys, go do it. Mm -hmm. You can't say you have been an internet marketer for a year and you have no product you are selling. So I mean, here, yeah. here's some things that will hold you back. And, and I'm speaking from experience. Yes. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, all right, that sounds good, but I don't have anything. Like I don't have a story. I don't have, you know, anything. Yeah. Mario, he has a whole story of coming to the U S without any, you know, knowledge of English yet built his way up. Like I don't have that story. Well, I too thought I didn't have a story all those years ago. And most people, when they hear everyone else like, well, shoot, that's a great story. I don't have a story. Here's what you do have. These three things separate you from everybody else. You have your perspective, you have your experience and you have your personality. And from your perspective, from your experience, and from your personality, you have to determine and decide, where do I want to contribute value? Who do I want to contribute value to? And the differentiator between you and everyone else are those three things, your personality, your experience, and your perspective. And now you need to believe that you have those three things that can contribute value to that particular niche that you want to participate in, and then also feel that you are deserving of creating a list. You are deserving of uh, building a relationship with these people in a manner uh, that, that they can get value from you, uh, some for free and others they have to pay for. And, and if everyone else can do it, you can do it too. I mean, trust me, these people that are doing it, they're not the smartest. They're not the, 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 the craftiest. They're just taking action. And when you just take action, the, the Dr. Ope is pointing you down the path, you too can get results. It's just a matter of, here's the, the great part. Most people aren't going to get to the finish line because they aren't taking one step after the next. They maybe take one step and they get out of the race. They go into that perfection mode. You, one step at a time, beatered, bat, battered, torn, will cross the finish line. And, and even, you know, and you're not the only one. People, like some of the best known names in the marketplace were shedding tears because things just don't go your way. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you have to just persevere and, and, and continue. Like, okay, didn't go the way I thought. What's the next step for me to take? What's the next step? What's the next step? One step at a time. I'm in Florida right now. One step at a time, I could get to California. It would take a while, but one step at a time, I could do it. If you're committed, you'll get there. You just got to be committed to take one step after the next. And uh, myself, Dr. Ope and all the rest of the actors he's going to be bringing on here are going to give you the path that gets you there in a more efficient manner than just walking. First while, you got to walk. Then you can get a bike. Then you can get a, then you get a bus. Then you get a train. Then you can get a plane. And there it, you go. It's long. Guys, I wanted to make a promise to yourself right now, okay? Because you shouldn't be a, a fan of fellas netpreneur if nothing is happening in your life, not on this show. Make a promise to yourself right now. What is the next step I'm going to take? For some of you, your next step is to go get a graphic designer. You already have your product. For some of you, is to go decide which niche do I want to be in, all right? And if you send me emails, I will send you free books. I have this book called Digital Marketing Gold Mines. I wish I had remembered there to, um, uh, in fact, you go to digitalmarketinggoldmines.com. I think it's for sale there, but send me a message. I'll give you a free copy, all right? That book will help you select a niche. That's your problem. Some of you already have a niche. Some of you already have a product. Your problem is getting somewhere to collect money, get somebody to build you your funnel, all right? Whatever it is that is next on the list, you can do all steps together, like Tom just said. Okay, it's when you try to do everything together that you get overwhelmed. What is your next step? Write it down right now. Write it down. My next step is to do this. Mm -hmm. And then do it. Then send me a message that, Dr. Opie, I took the next step. 
And that way I can help you with the next step. And if you have to go to Tom's wall to go send him a private message, don't do it. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But take the next step. All right? Let's uh, switch to a second part of this segment. We're still on the same segment. This segment is about the mindset of the winners and losers. All right? Now, the same way, as a veteran, obviously, you have seen many promising people come into this business and fail miserably. People that typically should do well. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, people that... Um, um, uh, walk around for years and then they just fade away without seeing any success. All right. So if you are to sum up their collective mindset from your own experience as a man that has mentored some of them to come back to limelight, as somebody that has had to counsel some people who are on the verge of giving up and get them on the right track, what will you say? All right. Is the overriding mindset that if you have that mindset, you're definitely going to lose. What will you say that is? All right. So first I'll focus on what's, what's it take to win. And then I'll focus on where the losing comes. So what it takes to win is a strong why you got to have a why that's bigger than you. You got to have a why that's bigger than money. You got to have a why than, than a fancy car. All right. I know Tom, we are coming back to that. You have given okay. me one mindset of the winner. Okay. Perfect so the loser. So now the loser. I want the path one path, uh, a mindset of the loser. Then we're going to wrap up the, session which you give me about three things they need to do to keep winning and Here's three the things they need to start doing. okay so but first let's get the primary one okay, okay? so the, the mindset of the loser is this instead of taking full responsibility for where they are they're pointing fingers of the reason why they're not successful i don't have this connection i don't know this person that person isn't returning my call you know, coming up with excuses instead of taking 100% full responsibility for where they are and where they're going. So the, the wow. number one, the number one thing I've seen with people that, and this is for people that have had momentum and success in the past. And, and if they get to this point where now they're just pointing fingers and they're putting all that blame and coming up with all these excuses, their momentum is going to dwindle to nothing. And until they can shift out of that, it's going to push them right out of the game. You have to put right. fingers instead of pointing all the fingers out that way. You got to point the fingers all right back to here. It's all it's responsibility. It's all here. It starts with your thoughts, your words, and your actions. And when you take full responsibility, you're wet, you're able to weather the storm. You're able to weather the 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 winter that you went through, right? Because we all have summers and winters, personally and professionally. <laughs> so, I live in Nebraska. It's permanent winter, man. <laughs> so when you're in that blame game. And you finally get the epiphany, like, what the hell happened to me? Why am I – it doesn't matter what everybody and anybody else is doing. All these excuses are just what they are, excuses. It's time for me to go back to what I started with, what's it going to take for me to transition to be that winner? And first, it's taking full responsibility, no more blame game, um, and and getting a why that's strong enough to get me reengaged. We're we're coming back to the why, okay? Guys, 